the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Difference Makers. I'm Mike Lee, Director of Local Ministries for True Talk 800, 93.9 KPDQ, AM 860, The Answer, KPAM, La Patrona 1640, 93.1 El Rey, and 104.1 The Fish. I'd love to talk to you about how to get more people back to your church, sharing about your ministry through our free online church directory and our church service live stream directory, expanding your ministry or business beyond your walls, becoming known as an authority in your field, and getting more known on the radio, building awareness of your company or outreach by hosting our events at your location at no risk to you, getting your message directly to your target audience through the powerful online tools of Salem Surround, and most importantly, if your ministry leader or pastor could use a phone call, a word of encouragement, a cup of coffee, or a connection to others, please email me at mikelee at kpdq.com. That's M-I-K-E-L-E-E at kpdq.com. Our very special guests in the studio are no strangers to the Pacific Northwest. Welcome, Sandy and John Fortmeyer. John has served as the publisher of Christian News Northwest. And John... Let's just cut to the chase. What exciting news do you have to share with our audience about Christian News Northwest? Well, um, it's a f- kind of a, a phenomenal time for me, Mike, because uh, after a 45-year consecutive year career in newspaper work, the last 27 publishing Christian News Northwest, um, I've decided that it's time to, to turn it over to to a little younger blood. And so I am retiring at the end of this month, the end of October. And uh, I'm extremely grateful for the, for the meaningful and challenging career that I've, I've had, particularly the, the, the huge privilege of publishing a newspaper these past 27 years that focuses on how God is at work in, in our region. But uh, knowing this time was coming uh, for the last two years, I've been praying that, God would provide the right person to step in and take it over, and we believe we have found that person, uh, and I can tell you more about him. Why don't we start off with the big picture of what exactly is Christian News Northwest for people who might be newer to the area? Okay, What's your elevator pitch, John Fortmeyer? Okay, sure. Well, Christian News Northwest is a monthly regional newspaper, um, very widely distributed. We have a large and loyal readership because we've been around, as I say, a long time. 27 years. And uh, the purpose of our newspaper uh, has always been to inform and encourage the evangelical Christian community in our region. Uh, We're one of a a number of Christian papers uh, uh, across the country nationally, uh, in the U.S. and Canada, uh, each one individually owned, each one with a specific uh, mission to serve their local community and, and how, how they feel, feel led by God to, uh, to do that. In our case, uh, uh, it's a very traditional newspaper. We have straight news stories. We have an opinion section. Uh, we have um, uh, an extremely extensive events calendar and all kinds of other information in our newspaper. And uh, the newspaper's been very well-received for almost the three decades that we've been been publishing, it's been very gratifying. And you've done such a lovely job with Christian News Northwest, John. Thank you for keeping it free well, all of these years. <laughs> that must have been a business nightmare for you. And also for delivering it to all of these locations. In my head, I'm thinking anything between, say, Eugene and beyond Vancouver. And we, we distribute, Mike, we distribute... Uh, the newspaper each month, as you say, for free. 
at 1,900 locations, roughly, from Clark County in Vancouver all the way down to Eugene Springfield and from much of the coast all the way over to Central Oregon. And, of course, we blanket the Portland-Vancouver metro area and Salem area and uh, dozens of other communities uh, within that geographic area. And I'm thinking about countless churches and coffee house locations. And, of course, when I drop by Rainbow West Christian bookstores. Right. About 85% of our distribution is in churches. And the rest are, like you say, bookstores, libraries, um, many, many Christian schools, Christian colleges and universities and seminaries, some businesses. Yeah. So how on earth does your newspaper, based out of Newburgh, get to all of these different locations. How do you pull that off, John? <laughs> Distribution is is the most interesting aspect of the job. We have just an amazing team of people who get out and physically deliver the paper at these 1,900 locations. I repeatedly tell our distributors they are the most important part of the entire operation. I mean, I can put together the newspaper, and but if, if we didn't have these willing hearts out there, um, really, they, they see it as, as a, a service to the Lord to distribute the paper because they see it as an uplifting way, a good way to raise the name of Jesus within our, our part of the Northwest. And for the few out there that might not actually have access to a physical copy of Christian News Northwest, Tell us about how you started distributing information on your website, cnnw.com, as in Christian News Northwest, cnnw.com. Well, Where did that we, begin, John? Yeah, we do have, uh, we've had for quite a number of years uh, a website. Uh, newspapers have, different newspapers have different philosophies on, on utilizing the website. Um, our philosophy is that we don't put the entire content of our newspaper on the website. While, while many other papers might do that, we really want to retain an incentive for folks to go out and pick up the actual physical paper. But we do put a good sampling of our top stories each month on the website. We, uh, we, put our, we do put our extremely extensive events calendar on there. Of course, you put the basic information about the newspaper, our advertising schedule and rates and things like that. And, and you mentioned the fact that it's free. Well, like, like any newspaper, uh, we are supported uh, primarily through uh, the paid advertising in the paper. Now, uh, in this interesting COVID era, uh, things have, have changed a little bit on that. We've, we've had a, another source of income that has been extremely critical and important, and that is uh, through, through gifts from, from folks who appreciate the paper. Have you been surprised about the amount of support that Christian News Northwest has gotten over the years? This past year has just been amazing that way. Um, and as I said, uh, you know, I am retiring at the end of the month, so we're working on the November issue, which is my my 330th and final issue of Christian News Northwest, monthly issue. And I'm going to include in there uh, a very interesting statistic uh, in this last year and a half, since since COVID really hit, and we've invited folks to send in non-tax-deductible gifts. We're not a 501c3 uh, under IRS laws, so we can't issue uh, receipts for, for gifts. Despite that, we have had roughly 140 individuals give this past year a total of between twenty-two and twenty-three thousand dollars in support of the paper. To me, it's just—it's just a, a huge blessing. It's an affirmation that people really appreciate what we do. John Fortmeyer served as the publisher of Christian News Northwest. So, John, can you tell us how you got into publishing in the first place? Most teenagers don't pin down exactly what direction they want to go in career-wise. But I was a little bit different that way. I knew that I wanted to work in the media. I didn't have it exactly pinned down to newspapering, but I, I was fascinated by all aspects of the media. And I attended uh, 
you know, I, I did some some media things at, at my high school in Seattle. Um, and, uh, we had, I was involved in the campus yearbook. Um, uh, we had a uh, radio station there at, at our high school. In fact, it's um, one of the most widely listened to high school radio stations in the country. And I did some news announcement on that station. And then I went on to a college at Seattle Pacific University, a Christian school. And I majored in communications there and uh, uh, wound up uh, in my senior year being editor of the, of the campus newspaper. And when I uh, graduated, I, I had interests in three career, potential career areas. One was newspapering. Another was broadcast news, and another was broadcast management. And I, I simply asked the Lord, you know, put me where you want me. And newspapering is where I wound up and where I've been for 45 years. Wow. So were you happy to go into print? Did you feel like that was your natural gifting or calling or sweet spot? Uh, yes, Yes, I've always, always, as a kid, when the Seattle Times or the Seattle Post-Intelligencer would, would arrive on our doorstep, I, I, I jumped for it. I, I've always been fascinated with newspapers. And even in this, in the more, more recent years where we're dealing with everything digital, with websites and social media and, and all that, I'm still such a ink and newsprint guy. Um, and I think that's that's been a big motivator for me uh, in 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 making sure that our our paper is physically distributed still so widely through the area. I still believe there is a role for for uh, for news publicant for newsprint. So over the years, John, has it made you sad to see the direction of so many mainstream newspapers when it comes to no longer being seven days a week for? A lot of the locals that yeah. had been known for being sure so sure. present in the immediate communities, and then so much coming over the national or international wires as opposed to local writers. Yeah, people ask me a lot what the future is with newspapers because there is no doubt that the newspaper industry has been very challenged the last couple of decades, especially since COVID hit. You know, 150 years ago, if you were talking about the mass media, it was basically two things, a town crier, if you had one, and a newspaper. But then things started coming in. Uh, uh, you know, uh, radio came in, and movies came in, and TV came in, and the Internet came in. And so the whole big media pie that was once dominated by newspapers got divvied up, and newspapers now have a much, much smaller piece of the pie. And yes, it's been, it's been sobering to see um, uh, the challenges that newspapers have faced. Uh, many, many uh, newspapers nationally have, have had to shut down because of the economic factors involved. A newspaper that, uh, you know, I worked for several newspapers before I started Christian News Northwest back in 1994. I worked for several papers in both Washington and Oregon. One of them was a a a five-day-a-week daily in Astoria, the Daily Astorian. Well, it's no longer the Daily Astorian. It's the Astorian because they have reduced down to, uh, I believe, a a three-times-a-week schedule. That's been the case with many small dailies. Um, Sandy and I live in Newburgh. And uh, our our local newspaper there, out of necessity, has had to combine. Uh, it's part of a larger chain of community newspapers locally, and they have had to combine content with, uh, I believe, the Woodburn paper and the Malala paper. They've had to group their content together, and so yeah, it's been it's been uh, you know um, for someone like me who remembers when newspapers we're in a much stronger position economically. Uh, it's been it's been sobering to see. And yet God has allowed Christian News Northwest to be the one that has continued all these years later. Yes, now, now, not, not to say that we haven't been affected um, by things. Um, prior to the 2008 recession, 
that was kind of the the golden age uh, because we were putting out uh, as many as 32 or 36 pages in a monthly paper. Uh, But after the 2008 recession and the growth of the internet, uh, particularly Craigslist, Craigslist, because of its, its free classified advertising, took a lot from the newspaper industry. And in our case, after the 2008 recession, um, uh, we dropped down to more like 16 to 24 pages in size. And then during this COVID era, um, the, the biggest challenge facing us is, is Christian News Northwest, with so, so many regularly scheduled events that we normally would get advertising for not being held, uh, our advertising revenue took a big dip. Big dip. And so um, we have been, this past year, anywhere from 8 to 16 pages a month. But again, thankfully, uh, through these uh, generous gifts that uh, readers have, have provided to us, um, our needs have been met and we're still here in our 27th year and going, going on toward the 28th anniversary. Our very special guests are John and Sandy Fortmeyer. John is about to step down from Christian News Northwest. Let's find out more about that next on Difference Makers. Welcome back to Difference Makers. I'm Mike Lee. John Fortmeyer has been the publisher of Christian News Northwest for 27 years, and he's about to hand over the reins. So can you tell us, John, how that happened? You're a brother in Christ, you're a man of prayer, and as you said before, you have been praying for years to God to grant you guidance and clarity about where to move the ministry when it was the end of your season. Sure. Well, having started the newspaper uh, back in 1994, (laughs) I guess I could jokingly say it, it that kind of feels like my baby, you know. I wanted to, knowing that that I uh, would reach a point where of, of retirement at some point, I I wanted to make sure, uh, Lord willing, that uh, the newspaper would be in good hands. And so, uh, actually, it's it's quite interesting. Um, a couple of years ago, well, maybe three or four years ago, I can't remember how many it's been. There was a attempt at a Christian paper down in the Eugene area. And it, it was short-lived. Um, I think one reason might be that um, uh, we already had a pretty strong presence down the, in the Eugene area. But I really liked um, the way this this uh, short-lived Christian newspaper down there was, was done. And I got to thinking, well, I wonder if the, 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 the fellow who had... had uh, launched it, actually uh, already has a newspaper business over over in Tillamook County on the coast in Pacific City. He publishes a, a twice-a-month uh, commuter newspaper there called the Pacific City Sun. But he had gone to uh, journalism school at the University of Oregon and, and of course, was familiar with, with the Eugene area. And uh, he thought that uh, there might be a market for a for a Christian newspaper specifically serving that area. And so uh, I eventually contacted this gentleman and uh, asked him, told him that, that you know, I'm, I'm in my mid-60s and that, that uh, I'll eventually be retiring. And I uh, asked him if, uh, if he would potentially be interested in, in uh, stepping in and taking over Christian News Northwest. And uh, he thought about it and prayed about it and and decided, yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm enthused about it. And, and Sand, Sandy, I think, would agree with me that she's enthused about it because uh, Tim and his wife Vicky, Tim Hirsch, is his name. Uh, he's an experienced uh, newspaper man um, from right here, and he grew up in the Portland area, and he. Uh, he knows the business. He knows the value of a of a local newspaper, and the best thing is he's a very devout follower of of Christ, 
and that, uh, that he'll keep the, the newspaper true to its mission. Uh, I mean, he'll do some things differently than I do. That's just natural. But uh, I'm quite optimistic he's going to do a, a real good job with it. I'm so glad. So are there similarities between you and the incoming new publisher of Christian News Northwest, Tim Hirsch? Mm-hmm. And are there differences that you think are going to be healthy for the paper overall? Um, Tim, I think Tim um, might be... I think he mentioned that he might be trying to add some potential new features that, that we currently don't have. Uh, I think he was talking about maybe maybe having a local pastor write a regular column, a, a pastor who has particular insight and, and such. But I, you know, I don't expect the overall character of the paper to, uh, to change greatly. I think Tim agrees with me that, that the most effective – Newspaper is the the kind that can be trusted to report fairly, and you know, keep the opinion on the in the opinion section. Uh, I think that's very important because people are able to to make a distinction between what is what is the reporting and what is the the area in which viewpoints can be can be expressed. John Fortmeyer, I see Christian News Northwest not simply as a business that happens to be Christian, but I see you as an outreach or as a ministry. Mm -hmm. So whether it's for another Christian publication, uh, a church, or a ministry that's lost a significant player, or even our radio stations right here, Mm -hmm. do you have any suggestions for management when it comes to prayerfully seeking out the next management? I think some of the best churches I've ever been to have had the lead pastor prepare his own replacement. Mm-hmm. So what advice do you have when it comes to replacing someone who seems irreplaceable? <laughs> uh, well, um, I don't know if I'm irreplaceable or not. I think, I think uh, God always provides somebody to, to fill a, a gap and everybody comes with their own set of talents and, and abilities. But you, you use the key word right there, prayerfully. I think it's important to uh, if you can anticipate a, a major change, is to allot yourself enough time to do it properly. In in the case of of Tim, it was pretty much a year ago almost that that it was determined that that he would step in at the at the end of of 2021. And so he and I have been meeting regularly for almost a year, ensuring a a good smooth transition. Uh, it's amazing the number of things, of details you have to attend attend to when you do have a major change in a business or ministry and you're moving to, from one to another. So I'm sure that you didn't jump into this haphazardly, John. So no. what about Tim Hurst did you notice or admire that made you think maybe he's the one? His strong belief in, in the value of, of print journalism just like me, and of course his Christian character, his desire. He, I mean, he he uh, uh, attempted this this paper down in Eugene several years ago because he he really had had this strong desire to do a Christian newspaper, just like just like I did back in 1994. So my wife Pam and I are in this season, this realization of obedience to the Lord is no guarantee that our life will go smoother on this earth. We need to obey God because he's called us to. And we need to not have the end product or goal as our primary motivator. So you can indeed be obedient to the Lord and still have really bad things happen to you. Mm -hmm. So I'm encouraged that you're moving Christian News Northwest from your capable hands to the trusting hands of Tim Hirsch. So congratulations on finding him. And maybe Tim's opening up a Christian newspaper in Eugene that didn't skyrocket. Maybe that was what put him on the map for you to oh, notice. No, no doubt. Absolutely. Uh, it, it clearly, uh, in fact, I've told Tim, I said, well, maybe that, that was the, the reason that uh, you did that, that um, brief project in Eugene was to to open the door for what you're going to be doing now. So, Sandy, does Tim Hirsch have your approval? I see you like a pastor's wife in my eyes, and that your insights have probably humbly and quietly 
given John, your husband, a lot of wonderful insights leading him to great godly decisions over the years. So what's your take on Tim Hurst, Sandy? Well, he and his wife are lovely Christians, and they're um, they're completely ready to serve the Lord in whatever capacity the Lord wants. And they're humble, and they're hardworking, and they, um, they have a family, and um, we were very impressed with them, their sincerity and their depth of faith. 27 years and 333 issues later, John, there have to be some stories over these years that stand out in your memory. So would you like to share some nostalgia with us? You know, uh, the, the technology, well, just, just like here with, with your stations here um, at Salem Media, the technology just, just changes so much, uh, has changed so much in the last several decades. I mean, we've gone from literally old-fashioned glue stick paste-up of the newspaper when we started it uh, to today it's, you know, all done on screen and I press a button and it transmits the document to the, to the big printing plant in Portland. But in the old days, uh, in fact, Sandy, Sandy looks very back very fondly on this. There was a certain romance to putting out a newspaper uh, under uh, very basic conditions uh, one of our favorite movies is uh, uh, the Walt Disney film, The Newsies, where, where in New York, where um, during a big newspaper strike a hundred years ago, these newsboys got, to, got a printing press and got their own newspaper out. Well, in the early days of Christian News Northwest, I don't think it was that much different. We had paste-up sessions in our home. And it was as basic as could be. We eventually got a nice light table to to put the the paste ups on, but before that, I remember the, the we we literally have to go to a, a a door in our house that had a window uh, where the light would shine through and <laughs> put the paste up up there to make sure that everything was was straight with the light shining through it. And Sandy would provide lunch, and it was just a a fun, informal time of getting the, the final product ready for, for printing. Sandy, did John take over your entire house with his <laughs> newspaper items? Well, actually, the basement was the newspaper office for a while yeah. when it first got started. But, oh, it was a big social event to, to have the newspaper in our home because of the fellowship with other Christians. And there was no problem at all. When John first started the newspaper, he had two jobs. And so when he went down to one job, it was great. And uh, so we've enjoyed the newspaper and all the people that we've met because of it. That's been been a huge blessing. I mean, you're you're a perfect example. Because of the newspaper, I have made, we have made so many wonderful dear friends. And and I'll always be grateful for that. I will always admire you as... Kind of a second father figure, because when I moved out here 15 years ago, I ended up being, like yourself, one of the founding members of what was the Christian Chamber of Commerce of the Northwest. And we had some great times together. I was privileged to serve on the board with you. In fact, you gave me some great godly, fatherly counsel on whether or not I should do it. So I will always be thankful for you for that. And we had some good times. Yes, we had some really good times over the years. And Instead of sending people your way now, I'm guess I'm going to have to send them to Tim Hirsch yeah. when it comes to their Christian events and concerts coming up and where uh, they might want to get themselves an interview. Right. So are you going to miss any of this, Sandy? Uh, the social events, I will definitely miss the people, you know, the being part an active part in the Christian community was great, but we continue to uh, seek uh what the Lord wants us to do next. We have more adventures ahead. I love it. Mm -hmm. Any ideas that you're tossing about right now, John and Sandy, now that you're about to retire from Christian News Northwest, John? Well, um, I, I have to admit my most immediate, my most immediate uh, goal is to take a little break, take a little break. Um, We have uh, our, 
our oldest daughter and her husband and two of our grandsons moved to Georgia last year. In fact, we moved them moved them down, which in itself is quite a story. Which is a downright scary story because <laughs> it was enough of a beating for me and Pam driving our son to Oklahoma. You went to Georgia to and Georgia. came back in, I believe, a much shorter period of time. And you were the only driver. That's, I got that's to rotate right. with my wife and my healthy 19-year-old son, but... Yeah. That, that was just downright. Well, I, I tell people John. it was one of the best things I've ever done for my family and also, frankly, one of the most stupid things I've ever done <laughs> because I only allotted myself. We drove this massive, the biggest rental truck available, packed to the gills, towing my son-in-law's Lexus behind it. We could not go faster than 45 miles per hour. <laughs> Across America, I only allotted myself four days to get down there, and the sleep deprivation was awful. Sandy was having to practically slap me to keep me awake at Flap his hand. Yeah. And and uh, so one of my goals is to take a nice, relaxed, leisurely road trip down there. Oh, and, please and, do. Take pictures and yeah, spend more yeah. than four days to drive to That's, Georgia. Yeah. Um, so I will be taking a bit of a break, Sandy, Sandy and I, and, and, uh, but beyond that, boy, uh, you know, we're certainly going to have more time to spend with each other and we have nine grandkids. So I do look forward to spending much more time with that. Seven of of them are here in Oregon and two in Georgia. And, um, oh, uh, whatever church or ministry things, um, I have a, a special, interest in pro-life ministry, and I, uh, our, we do have a, a pregnancy center ministry down down in Yamhill County, uh, where we live, that uh, I, they've expressed interest in me being on, on the board for them, and we'll just see, see what the Lord has in store. Just know that you're allowed to say no, John Fortmeyer. <laughs> so we've heard the story of how you two have met before. I thought it'd be interesting to Hear it from Sandy's perspective. Sandy Fortmeyer, how on earth did you stumble upon this beautiful husband of yours? Well, it's a kind of a, a sad story. I was uh, living in Alaska. I was married and had a newborn baby. And uh, I lost four family members in a plane crash in 1981, uh, July 18, 1981. It's been 40 years now. Um, a lot of healing has taken place. But I ended up in, um, I lost my, my husband, my father, my older brother, who I was really close to, and his wife. Um, and so it was all the adult males in our family were gone. I, I left Alaska and moved down to Anacortes, Washington uh, to live with my mom and my uh, younger brother who was a teenager. Well, guess who was the editor of the newspaper in Anacortes, the Anacortes American? It was John. And uh, we met in a Christian singles group, and the rest is history. I mean, we... It certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Lord set us up, and uh, we've had a very happy marriage. It's been 38 years now. 38 years, uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, it's uh, a very unusual courtship, um, because Sandy Sandy had moved down from Alaska to live with her one surviving brother and her mother, and and of course when Sandy and I started dating, there was all the excitement of a wonderful new relationship, coupled with still the extreme grief that these family members were going through. Uh, but uh, Sandy will tell you that that whole difficult experience uh, compelled her to draw closer to the Lord. And uh, I mean, we've had many blessings together. We, uh, when this accident happened, uh, Sandy had a two-month-old baby, uh, a baby boy, and that <laughs> who I eventually adopted, and he is now six foot six and forty years old. And uh, then Sandy and I went on to have uh, another son, and then two daughters, and now uh, these nine grandkids. So life is. Life is very full. Lord bless and keep you, Sandy and John Fortmeyer, and thank you for 330 issues and 27 years of service to the Lord through Christian News Northwest. We look forward to catching up one of these days after the dust settles, and you take time to relax for a little while. Maybe take that long, slow trip across country. Oh, we will. 
Let us know where you're landing next. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. And thank you, John and Sandy Fortmeyer. More with John and Sandy next on Difference Makers. You're listening to Difference Makers. Mike Lee here with Sandy and John Fortmeyer of Christian News Northwest for 27 years, at least until the end of October, when John will be handing over the reins of the newspaper to Tim Hirsch. But 27 years and 333 issues later, John, there have to be some stories over these years that stand out in your memory. So would you like to share some nostalgia with us? You know, uh, the, the technology, well, just, just like here with, with your stations here um, at Salem Media, the technology just, just changes so much, uh, has changed so much in the last several decades. I mean, we've gone from literally old-fashioned glue stick paste-up of the newspaper when we started it uh, to today it's, you know, all done on screen and I press a button and it transmits the document to the to the big printing plant in Portland. But in the old days, uh, in fact, Sandy, Sandy looks very back very fondly on this. There was a certain romance to putting out a newspaper uh, under uh, very basic conditions. Uh, one of our favorite movies is uh, uh, the Walt Disney film, The Newsies, where, where in New York, where um, during a big newspaper strike a hundred years ago, um, these newsboys put together, got to, got a printing press and got their own newspaper out. Well, in the early days of Christian News Northwest, I don't think it was that much different. We had paste-up sessions in our home, and it was as basic as could be. We eventually got a nice light table to, to put the, the paste-ups on, but before that, I remember that the, we we literally have to go to a, a a door in our house that had a window uh, where the light would shine through and <laughs> put the paste up up there to make sure that everything was was straight to, with the light shining through it. And Sandy would provide lunch, and it was just a a fun informal time of getting the the final product ready for for printing. Sandy, did John take over your entire house with his newspaper <laughs> items? Well, actually, the basement was the newspaper office for a while yeah. when it first got started. Um, uh, but oh, it was it was a big social event to, to have the newspaper in our home because of the fellowship with other Christians, and and uh, there was no problem at all. When John first started the newspaper, he had two jobs. And so when he went down to one job, it was great. Yeah. And uh, so we've enjoyed the newspaper and all the people that we've met because of it. Um, that, that's been, been a huge blessing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm a, you're, you're a perfect example. Because of the newspaper, I have made, we have made so many wonderful, dear friends. And, and I'll always be grateful for that. I will always admire you as kind of a second father figure because when i moved out here 15 years ago i ended up being like yourself one of the founding members of what was the christian chamber of commerce of the northwest and we had some great times together i was privileged to serve on the board with you in fact you gave me some great godly fatherly counsel on whether or not i should do it so i will always be thankful for you for that and we had some good times yes we had some we really good times yes, over the years and Instead of sending people your way now, I'm guess I'm going to have to send them to Tim Hirsch yeah. when it comes to their Christian events and concerts coming up and yeah. where uh, they might want to get themselves an interview. Right. So are you going to miss any of this, Sandy? Uh, the social events, I will definitely miss the people, you know, the being part, an active part in the Christian community was great, but we cont- we continue to uh, seek uh, what the Lord wants us to do next. We have more adventures ahead. I love it. Mm-hmm. 
Any ideas that you're tossing about right now, John and Sandy, now that you're about to retire from Christian News Northwest, John? Well, um, I I have to admit, my most immediate my most immediate uh, goal is to take a little break. Take a little break. Um, we have uh, our our oldest daughter and her husband and two of our grandsons moved to Georgia last year. In fact, we moved them moved them down, which in itself is quite a story. Which is a downright scary story because it was enough of a beating for me and Pam driving our son to Oklahoma. You went to Georgia and Georgia. came back in, I believe, a much shorter period of time. And you were the only driver. That's, I got that's to rotate right. with my wife and my healthy 19-year-old son, but yeah. that, that was just downright. Well, I, I tell people John. it was one of the best things I've ever done for my family and also, frankly, one of the most stupid things I've ever done. <laughs> Because I only allotted myself, we drove this massive, the biggest rental truck available, packed to the gills, towing my son-in-law's Lexus behind it. We could not go faster than 45 miles per hour (laughs) across America. I only allotted myself four days to get down there, and the sleep deprivation was awful. Sandy was having to practically slap me to keep me awake at times. Slap his hand. Yeah. And and, uh, so... One of my goals is to take a nice, relaxed, leisurely road trip down there. Oh, and, please and, do. Take pictures and yeah, spend more yeah. than four days to drive to That's, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I will be taking a bit of a break, Sandy Sandy and I. And, and, uh, but beyond that, boy, uh, you know, we're certainly going to have more time to spend with each other. And we have nine grandkids, so I do look forward to spending much more time with that. Seven of, the, of them are here in Oregon and two in Georgia. And, um, oh, uh, whatever church or ministry things, um, I have a, a special interest in pro-life ministry, and I uh, are, we do have a, a pregnancy center ministry down, down in Yamhill County uh, where we live that uh, I, they've expressed interest in me being on, on the board for them. And, We'll just see see what the Lord has in store. Just know that you're allowed to say no, John Fortmeyer. <laughs> so we've heard the story of how you two have met before. I thought it'd be interesting to hear it from Sandy's perspective. Sandy Fortmeyer, how on earth did you stumble upon this beautiful husband of yours? Well, it's a kind of a, a sad story. I was uh, living in Alaska. I was married and had a newborn baby. And uh, I lost four family members in a plane crash in 1981, uh, July 18, 1981. It's been 40 years now. Um, A lot of healing has taken place. But I ended up in, um, I lost my my husband, my father, my older brother, who I was really close to, and his wife. Um, And so it was all the adult males in our family were gone. I, I left Alaska and moved down to Anacortes, Washington, uh, to live with my mom and my uh, younger brother who was a teenager. Well, guess who was the editor of the newspaper in Anacortes, the Anacortes American? It was John. And uh, we met in a Christian singles group, and the rest is history. I mean, we... It certainly is. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the Lord set us up, and uh, we've had a very happy marriage. It's been 38 years now. 38 years, uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, it's a, a very unusual courtship um, because Sandy Sandy had moved down from Alaska to live with her one surviving brother and her mother, and and of course when Sandy and I started dating, there was all the excitement of a wonderful new relationship coupled with still the extreme grief that these family members were going through. Uh, but uh, Sandy will tell you that that whole difficult experience. Uh, compelled her to draw closer to the Lord, and uh, I mean, we've had many blessings together. We, uh, when this accident happened, uh, Sandy had a two-month-old baby, uh, a baby boy, and that <laughs> who I eventually adopted, and he is now six foot six and forty years old. And uh, then Sandy and I went on to have uh, another son, and then two daughters, and now. Uh, these nine grandkids. So life is life is very full. 
Lord bless and keep you, Sandy and John Fortmeyer, and thank you for 330 issues and 27 years of service to the Lord through Christian News Northwest. And we look forward to catching up one of these days after the dust settles, and you take time to relax for a little while. Maybe take that long, slow trip across country, oh, we will. and let us know where you're landing next. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. And thank you, John and Sandy Fortmeyer. My name is Mike Lee, filling in for Georgine on the Georgine Rice Show. Okay, so that's 40 minutes, the 30, like 38 minutes worth of Georgine, right? Which means we got time for another segment for, for uh, Difference okay. Makers if you're up for it. Sure, sure. Welcome back to Difference Makers. Mike Lee here with Sandy and John Fortmeyer about to retire from Christian News Northwest. So I have to ask you, Sandy, if you were to be told all these years ago after the tragic loss of four family members in that plane crash that you would end up with john have this extended family and this amazing 27 year run with christian news northwest would you have believed it at the time well probably not but i did um i did have my faith in the lord uh, before the the plane crash uh, happened up in alaska and i lost the four family members so I had just the reassurance that God was going to take care of me, and um, and He certainly has. He um, she didn't she didn't ever envision leaving Alaska because that's no. where she had, had raised. No, I was planning on um, living in Alaska the rest of my life. So the idea of moving down with my mom and uh, younger brother in Anacortes, Washington, was was really uh, an event that I never anticipated, and certainly. Meeting John and the adventures we've had, um, I could never have imagined how how fulfilling uh, life has been. It's been an adventure, and certainly the kids and the grandkids have added a lot of sparkle to our life, and we have a sense of accomplishment, but mostly just we're thankful to God for providing and really building our faith him over the years and he certainly has been faithful to us every step of the way amen to that it's tough enough sandy fortmeyer when we lose a single family member i cannot imagine the grief that you must have undergone losing four at once and i think thankfully in my eyes at least that the church the mainstream church has gotten a lot better over the years and keep in mind there's still a long way for us to go. But I do believe that I've seen the church over the years get better at handling grief and helping its members learn how to process through grief. We've got some great resources. We've got oneToanother.org. We've got Ron and Joanne Petrie's radio program, One to Another. Many grief share type programs and classes out there. And I think it's a lot less common for people, sometimes even people with good intentions, to come across crassly or with dumb advice saying, oh, it's for the best, or it's God's will, or church speak like that. So, Sandy, going through what you've seen, if you were to meet anyone today, maybe they've lost someone over the last couple of years in particular because of the pandemic. Maybe they couldn't share time in a hospital room because of regulations. What advice would you have when it comes to the grieving process? Well, the grieving process sometimes doesn't seem like it goes fast enough. Um, but uh, I grieve separately for each of the individual relatives on the plane. But I'd say the good thing about grieving is that you have some credibility with other people who are going through similar um, things. And um, that has been a great comfort to be able to reach out to people when they're, it's a, a new loss and they really need someone that they believe understands the pain they're feeling. And so that's been a real blessing. Um, I've been able to reach out to other people. Um, I read books. Um, we've had Christian friends that have, have been very helpful. One had a particular piece of advice about how to deal with the, with the grief. Go ahead and, and yeah, we it. we had a close friend who who was widowed twice, 
and and this was up in Anacortes, and she had great advice for Sandy, and that was simply every time the the the, the pain hit, give it, turn it over to the Lord, give it to the Lord. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like uh, the Lord didn't let me deal with all of the pain at the same time, but as the grief, as the pain would come up from the grief. I'd give it to the Lord, and it was like onion skins, you know, like taking off the onion skin and giving it to him. And eventually, after a long process, there's nothing there's nothing left of the onion, and, and you feel healed and resolved There's and have peace again. And that doesn't mean that we love our lost loved ones any less as much as we move forward as they would want us to, and as God equips us to so if you've lost a child or a parent or have had a miscarriage somewhere down the line i want to encourage you to just prayerfully not let that go in vain think to yourself is there another person who's gone through the same thing that i could bless simply by being there for them or picking up the phone or taking someone out for a cup of coffee Great advice from Sandy and John Fortmy, and congratulations again on a wonderful 27 years and 330 issues of information and encouragement and pointing people toward Jesus Christ through Christian News Northwest. And I just hope that you're able to exhale, <laughs> enjoy the ride, and embrace the next chapter of life with all you've got, especially with these wonderful grandkids that you have to love on. We're, we're looking forward to that, Mike. Is there anyone you want to say hi to or send a shout-out to on the way out? Oh, I, I think, uh, well, for me, obviously, a, a lot of a lot of your listeners, I think, are familiar with, with the newspaper because uh, we've been around for 27 years and have distributed so, you know, literally millions of copies uh, throughout this part of the Northwest. And I'd just like to express my appreciation to every single reader that ever picked up a copy, whether they liked it or not. At least they, they read it. It's truly been our privilege. Sandy and John Fortmeyer, Christian News Northwest through October 2021. After which point, Tim Hirsch takes over the reins. And you can find out more on the website, cnnw.com. That's cnnw.com. And thank you for joining us on Difference Makers. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.